Yo, yo, welcome to another episode of the one and only Minnesota Sports Podcast, the number one. I am your host, Ray Arlano, and joined by somebody who still hasn't lost their phone yet. Let's go! Bailey Green. Let's get it, guys. Let's do week it Week one was amazing. Let's go week two. Skull, purple pride, purple rain, everything purple. Let's get down to business. Let's do it up. The purple people eaters. Today's episode is going to be all NFL. And what better way to start than with the Vikings? The Vikings got a big win against those grimy Green Bay Packers. We shut them down. 23 to 7. Going on the internet, looking at the news, I looked at articles and saw some people's reactions. I went to the dailynorseman.com and they had a good article with the quick reactions of week one. The two biggest things that stood out to him number one, JJ's alignment and the new offense that Kevin O'Connell brought. Justin Jefferson lined up everywhere, whether it be in the backfield, the slot, out wide. And the best part was he was motioning, which was our first touchdown of the game. He was able to finish with nine receptions on 11 targets, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Bales, watching that game, what did you think of our offense? Not Uh, only JJ. So, obviously, first 10 plays, always scripted, right? Yep. They just went down the field, like, cut through the Packers' defense like it was butter. They didn't have any answers. It was beautiful to see in charge. No hiccups. No hiccups whatsoever. I mean, it was a beautiful thing to see. I agree. It was it was nice to see that high power of the offense in full go. And not having preseason play it was good to see that we were able to knock off some rust and just get it going right away. The next big thing that was a takeaway from that first game. From the Daily Norseman again, was the Darius Smith and the opportunistic defense. So we all remember that first Packers offensive play, one of the first plays, where Patrick Peterson got beat. And I that their second round wide receiver looked like he had that in the bag touchdown. And, and it just slipped from him. That's those jitters. His first ever NFL play could have been a 75-yard touchdown. Cooked a future Hall of Famer, but dropped it. And if he caught that (laughs) pass, it would be a completely different game. Way different ball game. But what's better is how we responded. And after that play, we pretty much shut them down. We finished with... Four sacks, two turnover on downs in the red zone, one interception at the end of the first half, and the forced fumble that we recovered from Aaron Rodgers, which was also a sack. From that defense, that that game, 
the pa- the Packers saw some success in in the first half when the running back was sneaking out to the flats. I I remember they were going down the field easily, and they had some some more success in some quick motions before the snap. On the article, when they got all four wide receivers to one side, they kind of confused the Vikings' defense. But in the second half, they were able to make those changes that they needed and continue to shut them down. With one touchdown against the Packers, letting them score once only, that's that's a pretty big dub, especially with a new defensive coordinator, a whole new defense. What do you think? I mean, we get down to it. Our front really put pressure on. They were out two of their starting tackles. Lazard, we are getting that pressure. That really helped our secondary. Uh, But we looked clean. We looked better than I anticipated. And, yeah, your top 10 defense thing might come to fruition. Yeah, bold take in the in the beginning of the year in the preseason, but after week one, and granted, it's only one week. We have to see the consistency as the year goes on. But good start to to a bold prediction. Very good start. Um, one question: When they scored that first touchdown. Were you starting to get a little nervous? Because I know I was. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. I was like, we've been dominating this whole game. And here come the Packers. Score a touchdown. I was like, oh, is it going to happen again? Is this going to be the Minnesota way? But we we stuffed them. It's yep. a completely different team. This team, they took the lead, and they kept going. You know, we'll be up 7, 10 points, and we'll just start run, run pass, punt. This whole team is different. Adam Thielen even said, we just kept attacking, attacking, and attacking. And that was great to see. Yeah, for sure. I was definitely having that in the back of my mind or in the back of my mind. I was in the Vikings bar and everybody kind of held their breath once they scored that touchdown. But I'm glad they were able to shut that out right away and continue to play how they were playing that day. The next article I want to go into was also from the Daily Norseman. It gives Ed Ingram a good a good start because it was his first game. He's a rookie. First game starting especially is big. But Ed Ingram praised by Pro Football Focus on week one. He was graded number four on Pro Football Focus's list of highest rookie performances. He struggled, which almost every rookie does. And he struggled in his pass protection, getting a 31.2 grade in pass protection. But he made it up with his run blocking grade of 87.4. Now, I don't really know too much about this grading system but pro football focus i know they crunch the numbers down and watch every play and analytics on the good algorithms 
everything's taken into account. Um, obviously, he's going to need to get that passing grade up since you saw how our offense was. I yeah. mean, you look at it, really the only name you heard was like Justin. Delvin Cook slid in with 90 rushing yards somehow, which I was like, wow, he's been really quiet. He's still at 90 yards. Right. Yeah. And he right. had a lot of all-purpose yards. I don't know the total off of my head, but it, it was decent. But we uh, – Bradbury still is a, a issue. Yep. There's a left only uh, two pressures. I like Derrissa. He's doing good. You never hear anything from O'Neal or yep. really Ezra Cleveland. Yeah. Two stars. So we're looking up and up on the old line. And we are. We are. That's exciting to hear, especially because they're all young, so they're not getting paid. Oh, yeah. So to close that article up, he's going to have a tough matchup next week versus the Eagles, the defensive tackle, Jordan Davis, who is number seven on the pro football focus list of week one. Moving on to... He's a beast. He is. Moving on to the next article about the Vikings. To cap off this Vikings focus, let's say, is an article from NFL.com having the week two power rankings after week one. So we're making waves around the league. And we started at number 20 going into week one. But after that big W, we made that splash and jumped to the number seven spot. Just one spot above those nasty Packers. I don't know why there's so much hope for them. Even when we demolish them, we are still only one ahead of them. Okay, so they were out tackles. Lazard, you have Aaron Rodgers. One thing I think of is there was no tape on a KOC offense with our main players plugged into that lineup. The Eagles have some tape now. And uh, I think that we're still going in the right direction. But it must be hard. You know, having nothing to go off of. For sure. It's not the cooking show anymore with the cookie monster. It is all around. You have David Munt out there making waves in that first round. That first drive, man. Woo! Yeah, that I didn't a see great name, by the way. Smith. Zero for zero. He had zero points, zero receptions. Yeah. Limited reps, but he he's going to be plugged in more and more. Yeah, getting back into the run of things after having that surgery. And we're, we're lucky to have him for week one. Maybe it was more of a decoy. But moving on, we have the Eagles, like you said. And they are the number 10 ranked on the power rankings in NFL.com. So this is going to be, I think, a bigger test, especially to our defense, because their quarterback is more mobile. Jalen Hurts, and they have actual receivers like A.J. Brown. And Miles Sanders has made a good impact in week one to worry about. And we did struggle at times in our rush defense. So it'll be interesting to see 
this matchup, having a Monday night football game, prime time, the last game of the week. I, I did see an article. Oh, I saw it on Twitter that the reports are confirmed from our, our previous podcast that Monday night football, they get slimed on. And Kevin O'Connell is, whenever we score, going to be the man to be slimed each time. That is pretty funny. That is. There and so many. The slime, they have the Peyton Manning <laughs> show where he commentates. There's so many. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't believe you didn't say Devonta Smith. Oh, yeah, Devont- Devontae Smith, too, the second-year man out of Alabama. Yeah, they they have a high-powered offense as well. So our, our defense is going to be tested this week for sure. Hopefully it can hold up. Yeah, uh, the power rankings I saw, we're sitting around nine. Eagles are a little bit above. Eagles have really good Super Bowl odds, which I don't buy. I mean, I picked Detroit to win that game last week. But it was 35-38. I mean, it was close. It was. I don't don't see them. They're going to come off that high. But I – Skull, baby. We'll get into our picks later, but it's going to be a test. It will. It's going to be a test, but – It will. So, with the picks that we made last week, well, before we get into the picks, let's go over the week one final game headlines. The big surprisers in week one. I made the final game headlines for the key matchups or key games that we got most wrong or that really stood out. So at number one, we got the Bills crush the Rams. The Bills just pummeled them. It was 31 to 10. Nobody expected that type of first game from the Super Bowl champions. You know? I did. You did? Yep. Well, we should I should listen to you and making my picks. But next what next up we got Bears beat the Niners. Ooh. In a rainy field. I heard the re- reports that they were pretty much playing in a lake. But that is not an excuse for the Niners coming off of a conference finals appearance going in Chicago. Soldier Field is a hard place to play, but you are a favored team. And the Bears are not looking good. They look sloppy in the beginning, but they ended up winning the game. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy game to watch. I think this whole week one was insanity with picks. Oh, yeah. I mean, 49ers, there's so many upsets. Yeah. Going they, into... didn't, they didn't look good. Trey Lance, uh, but how can you? Yeah, you can't really like... pass. You can't really pass yeah. in that in that type of weather. So it was a rainy field. And we'll go more into what what's going to happen week two for the Niners predictions. But the next up, we got Steelers steal one in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Joe Burrow looking like he had a Super Bowl hangover, throwing three picks in the first half. Yeah, that Steelers defense is nothing 
to joke about. It sucks that, uh, you know, TJ Watt, the man himself, is hurt. Happy it's not all year. But they really, they really, uh, there is no words to describe that, honestly. If Jamar doesn't take a three-yard slant, 80 yards to a touchdown, like, they got nothing. Joe Burrow was out there looking like a Chad Pennington. <laughs> yep. And next up, we got the Giants upset the Titans. Saquon's back. Uh, 164 total yards. He had the most yards in the NFL from a running back. Even beat Jonathan Taylor with 161 yards. I know it's only one game, week one, but he looked like the old Saquon that everybody knew came out of Penn State. And he looks like he's as explosive. Possible AP year? I don't know about that one. Uh, no, 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 no. No way. Jonathan Taylor over Saquon any day of the week. All right. We'll stick to it. Number five, we got Chiefs still got it with a W over the Cardinals. Mahomie with five touchdown passes. He said, why would I want a cheetah? I got all these guys over here that I'll make better too. I don't need that. I think he went out there just to prove a point. Like everyone's saying, oh, they're, they're off. What is he going to do without Tyreek? Killed he- it went off and he toyed with them. Yep, he did. Oh, huge game. And last but not least, easily the biggest upset to cap off week one. The Seahawks surprised the Broncos, spoil Russ's debut with Denver back in his home, Seattle. What a game. Nobody expected that. Bad coaching. We dodged a bullet knocking Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, for sure. That was horrible. Like, that's what Russ lives for. He does. Getting the ball back with the 12th man, playing against them. And what did they do? Run the. It was just bad coaching. Bad, bad coaching. Why Why would you do that? He has a great leg, don't get me wrong, but horrible, horrible uh, coaching. And Russ looked a little rusty. And Gino was, I don't know, Gino, what? He did not look bad. He, he was decent that game, for sure. He started off on fire, man. He did. But that's why I think they're not in the contention for the number one pick, like you said, Last week, they got a decent squad. I'm not saying they're going to win 10 games. I think they can win five or six games and get, like, a top five pick still, most likely. Yeah, we'll so, see about that. That really surprised me, honestly. It, it surprised- there was a lot of emotions. Yeah, there were there were a lot of things going on. But to cap that off, that is the final game headlines of week one. No, 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 no. There's one other game. I can't believe you missed this one, buddy. What's up? 
What about the Colts and Houston tying? Oh, that that's a good catch. I'm sorry, but they Houston. did tie that. I think that goes to show that, first of all, these are all professional teams, and there isn't a team like the 0-16 Lions of, I don't know, 2013. It's, it's a lot better of a league where there's talent and things can happen. I, I'm surprised, too. I thought Matt Ryan was going to be able to show out like Carson Wentz did, but he wasn't. He looked like a rookie in the beginning. He didn't know what was going on. And I don't know what was up with Blankenship. His glasses must have fogged up because he was horrible. He was kicking kickoffs out of bounds. He, he, I don't know what was going on. You know, that heat Houston Brow was too much for him, and his glasses fogged up, and he ruined that game. And there's a reason that uh, he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's going to be hard for him to redeem himself and even get an, another opportunity with a NFL team. So with those, with that intense week one in the rearview mirror, it's great that we're one to know. I'm happy for it, but we're moving into week two picks. Before we start the picks, right now, our leaderboard is me and Bales tied for first with eight picks and Sam having seven picks. It was a it was a tough week one. A lot of things that you didn't expect, but you can't really blame us not having any anything to go off of from preseason. You don't know how these players are. You don't know how smooth this offense is. Let's in just move on last, to week two. In my last man standing bracket, seventy eight percent of people went out of week one where you pick like one or two teams that you think is a lock. You can't pick that team again. And so many people went out because of all these games. Oh yeah. It was crazy. It was a crazy week one. Can't wait for week two. You know, after the first three weeks, teams will start getting settled in, but I'm happy how the games went, but also I, I'm not good with that. Uh, 50%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, first game up, Chargers at Chiefs. What you thinking? This one I was going back and forth on a little bit. But Keenan Allen, he's out. It's the Chiefs. It would have been the Chiefs either way, but that really hurts. That's a real good fail safe that they lost there. Yeah, that, that does hurt Keenan Allen. But they they do have some players that showed out. And Justin Herbert played well. I didn't talk to Miguel to see how he thought about it from a Raiders standpoint. But uh, he, he thought that the Raiders more so lost the game than the Chargers won that game. You know, so... It was a tight battle. We knew that. That was one of the best games of the week, I think. For sure. So, all around, we all have the Chiefs. It's in Kansas City. Arrowhead Stadium's hard to play at. 
Me, Sam, and Bales have Kansas City going for a 2-0 start. Going into the Sunday morning games, we have the New York Jets going to Cleveland, playing the Browns. What you think? New York Jets versus the Browns. The Browns. The Browns? Oh, yeah, boy. they got uh, Brownie the Elf as their new uh, midfield logo. He's looking fresh. He's going to carry them to victory for sure. I saw that. Jacoby Brissett isn't that bad of a quarterback. I could see an upset here. Uh, I thought about it, but we're going with the Browns. Sweep again. 3-0 sweep. Cleveland takes it. Washington at Detroit. Bales, who you got? Detroit. Hey, 35-38. Come on. Detroit, hey, they they battled. They battled. That defense is not going to let up 38 points, especially against Wentz. Uh, that's why I'm surprised that the Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites, which we'll get into. But they only won by three points, and that defense will get better for Detroit. Lions all the way. Okay. Well, Sam agrees with you taking Detroit. I know you. I knew you were going to take Detroit because they're your upset team of the year. There are a lot of upset teams. They are a lot of people's upset team. But I personally am going Jacksonville, or not Jacksonville. I am personally going Washington because their defense is strong. Carson Wentz looked great, and I think they can start two and zero. Maybe even make a run at that weak-ass NFC East division. And this is where it starts. Dobson looked good, that rookie from Penn State. Yeah. Woo, two TDs. He was like my last pick. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you killed it in fantasy in uh, our first league. But yes, I did. Both of them. Let, let's, let's move into a divisional matchup. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints. Both want to know what you're thinking. Oh, we got to go Tampa Bay. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Nah. was able to lead a miraculous fourth quarter comeback, but it was against Atlanta Falcons. Nobody expects anything from them. Tampa Bay went into Dallas. That got hurt, but Tampa Bay still – Went in there, got the job done. Let's go into Panthers-Giants. This is a good game as well. Panthers. Panthers. You guys can't bring that magic two times in a row. I know you're big on Saquon right now, Mr. Barkley, but uh, I don't know. Baker, a very emotionally driven player. He's going to bring that energy, and the Giants are the Giants. Yep. I agree with you there. I also took the Panthers. Sam is believing the Giants hype train. He's hopping on, wants to see where it's going to go. Maybe they'll be the new NFC East champions, however much, whatever that means, if anything. 
But I believe that with ba Baker Mayfield, they bounce back and take a win that should be fairly easy. And they have Daniel Jones as their quarterback, so that doesn't help their case. His stats compared to Josh Allen's, though, are not far off. Oh, yeah? They are not that far off. Okay. Well, that's that's a, that's a something to keep an eye on. Next up, five years ago, this could have been a Super Bowl matchup. Or not a Super Bowl matchup. Conference championship matchup. Patriots-Steelers. What we got? This one I went back and forth on. I know Mac Jones has a little injury. I know TJ Watt holds that Pittsburgh defense together. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I think that defense is just too good. Um, even without TJ Watt, Minka, uh, is it uh Minka Fitzpatrick? Yep, Minka Fitzpatrick. He was a stud in college. He still has been a stud. And uh, he's going to kind of take the charge in that uh, defense, and they're going to win. Probably low scoring. Trubisky didn't look bad. Okay. Well, Sam agrees with you on that aspect. He believes that the defense can hold up, and we'll see how that offense runs. I don't see Bill Belichick going 0-2. And I think the Patriots have it. They still have a team, maybe not the most talented, but we're going back to the coaching. Bill Belichick is one of the best ever, if not the best. I see the Pats taking it. Ah, that's that's a that's big. I don't know. I would love to see Belichick be Owen seven. <laughs> wouldn't we all next up we got Colts at Jaguars any surprises here oh Colts need to bounce back Jags need to bounce back that's tough that's tough I'm still every time I hear it that's my last pick I am I gotta go with the Colts so more time I have to go with the Colts. We also agree with you. Me and Sam. Bales as well. 3-0 sweep. Colts. I'm, I'm thinking we should go with the tie because this is another divisional matchup in that weak AFC South division. <laughs> but going with the Colts here. Hopefully I get it right or we all get it right. We just don't know with this crazy division we have there i don't even want to talk about it let's go into the next one dolphins ravens in baltimore oh ravens ravens you're not you're not feeling tua tyreek jalen waddle i love i love the duo i love it it's a trio i think the Ravens D though is gonna stop him. I think Rashad Bateman's gonna have a huge game, and uh, Miami is gonna lose. Simple as that. Defense and Bateman, ski you ma, row the boat. 
Beam out, row the boat. Another 3 0 sweep here. It's in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's trying to prove that he is the best quarterback and should be paid so. I got the Ravens. We all do. Next up, Falcons at Rams. Do we even need to go through this one? All right. Yep. 3 0 sweep. LA is going to get their swagger back. Matt Stafford's going to prove that his elbow is all good, hopefully. And even then, I would take a high school quarterback playing in the L.A. scheme against these Atlanta Falcons. Hopefully, Kyle Pitts does well, though. I want, I want right. him to do well. Next I up, would take a high school quarterback if it was Archie Manning. I thought he was playing he for Texas. lighting it up in high school. <laughs> all right. Next, we have another divisional matchup. Seahawks, Niners. Oof. Seattle thought they could prove a point, but they don't got that much. 49ers are going to come back. Much as I hate it, I think this is going to be a real testing stick for Trey Lance, who looks god awful. Yeah, well, it's in it's in Santa Clara, so it'll for sure be better conditions. They have the more talented team overall. I agree with you. 49ers are going to take this dub. Sam believes the Seahawks are actually good. So he took them. But at least we can agree on something, Bales. Next up, we got Cincinnati at Dallas. No, Dak Prescott. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Cincinnati, they kind of had a Cinderella run. I think that loss, actually, in week one is really going to uh, kind of lighten up the spirits. Well, not lighten them up, but, you know, kind of give them that driving force that this is the NFL, and they got to come ready to play every week. And I think they'll take that win. Another 3-0 sweep. Cincinnati takes it in Dallas. No Dak. Zeke's looking not like he's eating Cincinnati all the way. Houston Texans at Denver Broncos. Broncos. Texans get their first loss. Russell Wilson redeems himself. Next up, Cardinals, Raiders. Oh, sorry, Miguel, but Cardinals. Really? Yeah, I uh, I don't think they're a bad team. I know that there's a few things going on, but I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. Well, it's in Las Vegas. They suffered a loss to a, gr a good team, a top 10 team in the Chargers. Justin Herbert was playing well from the highlights that I saw, but Sam and I agree that the Raiders are going to take this one. The Cardinals are hurting without D-Hop. It what is. I it is. Devontae Adams looks good, though, in black and silver, too. Yes. More <laughs> receiving yards than the whole Packers <laughs> receiving cards. Oh, I'm glad. Perfect segue into the Sunday night game. 
Bears at Green Bay. The Packers. I almost tricked you guys there, but nope. It's the Packers. Waste management looking team. You know, garbage company. Yeah. They played like it last week, but Packers will take this. Chicago. Yeah, get out of here. Sam agrees with you. Aaron Rodgers, I heard, owns the Chicago Bears, and I agree with them. But for some reason, I have a feeling that the Bears can upset them. Hopefully they can so we can get a two-game lead on Green Bay. We'd be tied with Chicago, but I'm I'm not afraid of Chicago. I got the Bears. Sunday night game. We'll see. Are you crazy? Hey, if I said Seattle last week, you would say the same thing. So we'll just have to see how it goes. My bold take. I got to mix up my my games a little bit here. I know we hate the Packers. I mean, we don't hate anything, but we really dislike the Packers. But wow, Fields. That's just not going to work. We'll see how it goes, okay? We'll see how it goes. <sighs> yeah, let's get into Monday night. Let's not let's not think about it. And go Monday night football. Titans, Bills. This would have been a good matchup last year. But after week one, what do you think? Bills looked really good. I have to take them. Um, it's definitely going to be a closer game, though. I think Tennessee is going to come out hot. And, yeah, the Bills are going to win it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee takes this one, not going to lie. The Titans play well in big games. They beat them last – they beat the Bills last year in the regular season. But it's a 3-0 sweep to Buffalo. Buffalo's looking like the best team in the NFL. It's the regular season, second weekend. I agree that it's going to be a closer game, but it's Buffalo. They are the best team in the NFL. They did just see, smoked them. The Rams did you see Von Miller's uh, comment? What's up? He said, Von Miller goes, yeah, I'm the KD of uh, the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's... Did you did you see his uh, hair? Oh, was there like a little triangle? A little yeah, dude, that triangle was triangle on there. There's a lot of things I could say about that, but we're not gonna say that on air. Yeah, let's talk about the best looking game of the week. The last game, save the best for last for this week. Vikings at Philadelphia. Probably not a surprise here. I mean, it's going to be 3 0. We have that Minnesota bias. I am worried, but I'm also not worried because I do think that Philly is overrated. They have like top three odds for a Super Bowl win. Wow. Yeah, after last week, which is ridiculous. That's crazy. AJ Brown is worth every penny they spent. Devontae Smith had. No receptions, no yards, which is crazy. So our secondary is going to be pushed. 
Are we going to do a little analysis on this game? Uh, right now? Yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead, bro. I mean, it's going to be tight. For sure. I, I agree. I don't agree that Miles Sanders is going to do too hot. We're really going to have to stop that run. I mean, Jalen Hurts, mobile. He's going to get outside the pocket. Aaron Rodgers is getting old. You know, he, he can't really do that anymore. And uh, it's going to be tight. I would not be surprised. This is my bold take, my bold prediction. That Kirk Cousins takes us a game-tying or game-leading drive late in the fourth quarter to win this game. I like it. I think Philly is going to try to double Justin Jefferson after what they saw. But that's going to leave K.J. Osborne. K.J. Osborne is going to have a great – we didn't hear Adam Thielen. Irv Smith now is more healthy. Shit. Dave Munt. Let's go. I mean, how could you forget Cook, too? I mean – Kirk looked good. There wasn't too many bad checkdowns. He's spreading the ball out. This offense looks amazing. I want to see what defenses have to stop us. And it's going to be close. Vikings will pull away. It's either going to be really close or a blowout. I agree with you that the Vikings are going to win. I think our impact player this week will be Dalvin Cook. He was a quiet player last week. Not to say he didn't do well because he still had 90-something yards rushing. But I think we utilize him more on the ground and we get him – going in the receiving game as well. Offensively, Dalvin Cook. Defense, I'm going to pick my boy Jordan Hicks. He had, I believe, 14 tackles, 11 to 14 tackles last week. He had a rough first half, but in the second half, lit it up, was in almost every play. And he's my impact player. If we have to throw a spy out there for Jalen Hurts, it's either going to be him or Eric Kendrick. So we're going to see how that goes. Uh, I mean, I don't know about Eric Kendricks being a spy because he is so good with the yes. pass. You, did you see that play? Oh, yeah. Fourth down. That Green yep. uh, Bay touchdown fourth to basically seal the game. I'm not too familiar with takes, but. And my bold prediction, Jalen Reger takes a punt back to the house in Philadelphia to really just let it melt, let it mellow in that you traded me for a sixth-round pick, seventh-round pick. Here's what I'm going to do for you. That would be awesome. That's my bold prediction for the Vikings-Eagles game. I think we're going to win by... 10 points. It'll be close because we think that way. You know, once 
once the fourth quarter hits or once the the final two minutes of any quarter hits, we're just a little worried. But I think Kevin O'Connell backs us up, gives us a sigh of relief moment, and we take the dub in Philadelphia, really bolstering our power ranking standings and proving that we are a serious team this year. Yeah. I We win this game. It's a Monday night. We know uh, Kirk popped that cherry of winless uh, Monday night games, but if we win this, this really puts us on the map. For sure. We really do. Because a lot of people have Philly taking this game and going far in the playoffs after a 38-35 win against Detroit. Yeah, I agree. Yes, we oh. got bolstered up, but they got bolstered up. So, I don't know. I'm so excited for this game. I uh, Any Packer fans that sit at my bar, uh, sorry, it's reserved for a uh, Skull Nation. Let's go. Let's go. Skull, baby. And with that, we are going to close this episode up. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for having us be a part of your day anytime you choose it to be. Here, we're big Skull fans. We're thinking big. We're loving how the year started. So let's carry that momentum into Philadelphia. Redeem that playoff game a couple years back with Case Keenum. And let's get this dub. You already know what I'm going to say. We're going to run up those rocky stairs. And we are going to take that belt. We are going to win. We're going to show everybody that we are here for a playoff run. We are going to get it. Also, we got a shout out. Go for football, dominating win. They have another opportunity for another dominating win against Colorado this year, or this week, excuse me, which is this year, so I was technically not wrong. <laughs> but let's go. 2-0, we're coming for you. Skew Ma, row the boat. Skull, thank you, Bales, for coming through. I know it's a busy week. It's always great doing this episodes with you, talking about football, talking about how we are going to be a force to be reckoned with in this NFL season. So thank you again for coming through. Hey, thank you, buddy. You know, it's always my pleasure being able to talk with you. Yes, sir. I love it. Well, let's close it up. School Vikes, have a great day. Oh. Oh. <laughs>